When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, kicking and stretching our way into the third hour of Lori and Julia here on MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app. Also listener rewards this month. We're still in August. You can win five... Oh. $500. Sorry, I was going to sneeze. I can't. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Gotta be okay? honest. Yeah, don't, do it. Don't, don't do it. $500. I worked through it. $500 from AARP or a year's worth of Royal Canaan Cat Food. Thanks to Minnesota Animal Health Foundation. All the details. MyTalk1071.com. All right, Julia and Brittany. It happens sometimes. I know it. So if you don't have a cat, you need the cat food for You probably get the money or something. I don't yes. know how it all works out. Yeah, but I th- there's options if you don't have a cat. At first, I thought you were trying to talk about like why she sneezed with the cat thing. So I was a little thrown off when you said there are options. I was like, what? No, she's <laughs> no, just having it. an attack over there. But I also <sighs> want everybody to know that um, if you have been a fan of our State Fair logo merchandise, yeah. we have it all posted on our website today. Great T-shirts. Great you know, stuff. we have masks. We've hats this year. Some different things. Long sleeve tee. We got a really cute, nice cotton long sleeve tee available for just $25. And it's a different. It's really, I like this year's. It's really pretty. It's gorgeous. So if people want to do that. All right. So a list came out today. Yeah. And, you know, Love I lists. have this one, that WAP song, you know, yeah. Cardi B song. And, um... One, the song is just the, at the beginning, it has there's bleep in the house, there's bleep in the house, and it just gets in your mind oh, like an sure. earworm, an earworm, an earworm. But because this, the dirty version yeah. is so dirty, it's so naughty, but it's um, hilarious. It is. Um, here's a little, little combination of all the other songs, and we'll get to the list of the dirtiest number one songs before this song. So here's a little something on it. Family friendly version. The family friendly yeah, yeah. version. <laughs> if there but, is but one. But you think about it. But you think, I remember, because I'm old enough to remember when my dingling, everybody sing my dingling by Chuck Berry. Yeah. Do you even know that song, I you know guys? it because my stepdad to this day still sings it and like <laughs> cracks himself up. And we're always staring at him like. It was like so dirty. <sighs> well, it, it's weird. It's it, it, Seems like a comedy song, right? Like, is it just supposed to be funny? Like, nobody's dancing to it, right? No, I don't. Nobody even... is dancing. No, to well, that not song. anymore. I don't. But it was, you know, Chuck Berry was a big darn deal, and yeah. my dingaling, it was just like, I don't even know. I was so young; it just felt so wrong. Well, and at that time when that song came out, Chuck Berry was a throwback act. 
Yeah, that song yeah. came out in the 70s, well, so yeah. there was the added novelty of like, oh, here's this like old rock and roll guy right. singing my dingling. An old man lost somewhere right. in the forest right. singing about his dingling. And then Chuck Berry's personal behavior yes, didn't really that, Exactly, but my dingling, I mean, for anyone to sing that today, it's just kind, yeah. of, kind of funny. And then... I don't even know what the oh the streak is. That's a novelty song. They is call that like it the, the streak? Because yeah. streaking was a big deal. Yeah, people would run naked across football fields. People I don't would, feel like people streak. They that don't, much. and I don't think mooning is as popular as it once <laughs> no, was. No, I would be mortified to show my butt. Oh, we did it all the time. Like, we did it all the time. Okay. We'd go around corners, like in the Highland Village. That's did where you, I kind of grew up, and we'd pull our pants down and just shove our butt out the window and honk. Okay, all question, the time. Question: Like, do you? It's have not a, welcome anymore. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not even anti it. I'm more like, you have a butt that does not have any zits on it all the time. Like, you have a per, like a prestigious butt. That's never butt. been my issue. It had nothing to do. But what, that's about, why I would hate to okay, show my butt because okay. randomly I get zits on my butt. Yeah, not and a be, smooth fanny. I'm not a smooth fanny, and I'd be more mortified. To like let you see if I have like two zits. In it my was butt. never even. A, I guess back when we were doing this yeah. as teenagers and stuff. In my family, my mom used to moon us. I mean, it just we'd sit and laugh. I don't know why we never cared about the how it looked. looked. Okay, it was just the fact that your mom is mooning you. Yeah. You know, or my mom has never mooned me, and I also mom, feel like she doesn't love me because of that. Well, I'm sorry you missed out. Has she flashed you? Never, because the flashing thing is still. Did I your find mom myself flash up you? at the cabin? I always want to flash my girlfriends. I don't know why. Yeah, just it's we're listening to a song, we're dancing. I always just want to flash, but the moon. No, my mom wasn't a flash. She was a mooner. Yeah, but the mooning used to be a big funny deal. I mean, you guys missed that. I'm I so missed sorry. it. I know it was before cameras, and yeah, it was yeah. before cameras. I Isn't that a difference? Like, oh, we had so much more fun before the camera. I know. All right, so gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna have, have some afternoon delight. Something goes wrong, and the music's right. Have never knew that was about anything no. that was on. I'd sing it all the time yeah. growing up. Didn't know that that was even about having sex in the afternoon until probably ten years ago. Never even knew. I thought it was just somebody sitting on the couch having weed thins. Well, I just never, again, words of songs, I never put together the totally. I just like the beat. I know half the lyrics sometimes, and you go with it. Yeah, I think it was on Arrested Development where they had to sing a duet song. It was a niece and an uncle. And they were realizing how dirty it was while they're singing this it. This one? Yes. Afternoon oh, Delight. Funny. And it was so funny to be okay, like, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Nope. Shut it down. Like, can't, can't do this one anymore. And I remember when I made it through the wilderness and how I made it through. Didn't yeah. know I found the love till well, I, found I found you. you. You're so fun and you're mine. Like a virgin. Love that. And then Cream. Oh, now, yeah. Well, there's so many Prince songs, though, that are naughty. Like, and, and I, they're amazingly naughty. Yes, like, they are. Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, And then Baby are. Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. I didn't even think. I remember as a kid singing that all Ma- the time. Anaconda don't want but, none unless you got buns, hon. Like, what a weird thing for kids to, like, know and sing out and yell about. Yeah, during recess. Totally. <laughs> I mean, it was so mainstream. And you would just, you could say all of it. And you're like, why? What? If you break it down, you're like, this is pretty gross but you don't ever break it down because you, you don't care you don't care you don't care and then too close i don't know that song 
Do you know that one, Holly? Maybe you can find it too close by well, next. Well, I don't want to play it if it's... Oh, oh, they're local. Next is from Minneapolis. Yeah. Do the, the, the real close. I know. Is I, that, that was a horrible... I actually I'm sorry, no, next. I right, know next. I know the song, but Okay, yeah. slow motion for me. Slow, slow motion, motion for, for me. me. Oh, I loved that song. Well, and then Soldier I would back that thing was up. It? That was uh, Juvenile. Um, back that thing up was a... I was a big fan. I actually had that CD... I'm kind of impressed. It was that Soldier Boy? No, that was no. Juvenile. Oh, Juvenile. Okay. Um, Candy Shop. We heard it by Fifty Cents. Oh, Anderson, and he had shop. so many naughty songs that I loved. I did too. Yep. I did too. Here's next. Okay. Too close. You guys will recognize. And a guy would like hold, hold your, your waist, hands. yeah, mm-hmm. or hold your hips, like, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, eh, yeah, like this would be what you would dream about dancing to with your crush. And ours would be like, Mandy, you came and you gave without taking. Oh, you guys were grinding but the Barry Manilow? you away. I'm just dating myself. Just saying. A little older. 1998 when she's dancing to that. Dude, that was my year. I mean, obviously, post-COVID, do you think people are still going to grind? Like, I hope so. I hope not. Grinding was not fun. Come on. No, it was not fun. I love dancing. Well, grinding was always like, now you have to dance a specific way. What do you mean, grind? What do you well, mean? You put, you, you, as a girl, you'd put your butt into a guy's crotch and you would just. Oh, I didn't think. I'm calling grinding like someone. You'd grab your own, you'd lean on your oh, own yeah. knees and be like, that. You grind up on their crotch. It was not fun. See, I'm thinking of grinding in a different way. No, I would like the theatrical grinding, yes. <laughs> but I don't want the, like, that kind of I, dancing was not fun. There was like 10 years of my life where dancing was like, Okay, please. that is so funny because that was the dance move. That was in your, the dance you. move. And we I was have- like, oh, I'm all arms. I like kicking in the air. And when we had to like dance with a guy and like you liked them. So you want to like dance with them that way. But you're so like your butt is in their in their junk. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. That would be it was just something. not fun. It was fine. Like, I'll do it. Whatever. It's fine. But I was not that into it. I can understand. <laughs> It that's just, just so get funny. Yeah. That's just a funny thing because we didn't have to deal with that, yeah, you like, know. But I mean, I, it's you get like, it. You're like holding a drink, so you're just kind of like, oh, uh, like, I want to show you. You can I rest like it you. on my fanny. Like, oh, I don't have that kind of butt. But but I mean, like, and I was like, I. It was just not fun. It's something I've never thought about. But was, that really was the dance of that your was generation. The dance that was everything. You'd that was the goal. You'd be dancing with your friends, waiting for a guy to come up behind you, and you'd give him a look. You'd look at your friends going, is he hot? Is he hot? Because you, you can't you see can't him. Even, oh. You can't see him. So okay. they'd come behind you and grab your waist, and you'd be like, is he hot? Is he? Should I? And they'd be like, giving you the get out of there look, or like the yeah, That's girl. That's so funny that you wouldn't, wouldn't even turn around and take no. a peek. No, you have, That's to act, cr- That's sexy. Cheating. you have to act like, oh, yeah, I'm free willy. Like, oh. You're like, oh, here's crutch. Here's- okay, I'm glad I never had to deal with that one. You're Let's welcome. Let's start grinding. Right? Friction. Which one's this one? This is the organ grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. I could grind any song though. That was one thing my t- like my teens taught me. I'll never forget when my nieces were trying to t- teach us how to twerk. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like painful. in two thousand and like yeah, yeah. five or Talk seven. About good cardio though. That's a hard one to do. But anyway, these this is funny because you don't think anything of them, but they no. are. But but now WAP or WAP. Yeah, it's. I mean. There's, it- mm, 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 mm. <laughs> We gotta go. It's time for the dirt alert. <laughs> this is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
All right, Holly, what do you got? We've got Brad Pitt and his new lady. (gasps) Who? Brad Pitt? Yes. It's such a cliche. I know. The cliche being that Brad Pitt is dating a 27 year old. Brad Pitt? He's 56. Yeah. And he is dating a German model named Nicole Podorowski. She's 27. And apparently these guys have known each other for quite some time. The Daily Mail has photographs of Brad and Nicole at an event at the Hollywood Bowl back in November. They were sitting in the VIP section at Kanye West's performance at that venue late last year. So... They probably have been together for quite some time, or at least they've been friendly. But the photographs, so I put them up on the show links on the Lori and Julia show page at mytalk1071.com so you can take a look for yourself. But I'm not a body language expert, and I don't even pretend to play one on TV. But I, I do. And read, read. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's chemistry happening there. Yeah. But so that means she could have been 26. <laughs> that I, is true. I, I don't know. I, and he would have been 55. At the time of those photos. Don't you just want him to be above that, you guys? I do. I, I do. I do. Yeah. I don't know why that big age gap bugs me, but I just feel like when you're in your late 50s or middle 50s. Well, it's Brad Pitt and we want to be with Brad Pitt, let's be honest. All right. That, <laughs> That's probably it. I think, Holly, you're right. It's disappointing that he's not going to be attractive to someone in our age groups. Yeah, well, and, and you guys are way younger. <laughs> I'm so 10 years older really, than his age group. This feels really unfair. Yeah. We never had a But chance. Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. is 10 years younger than him, at least. That's right. She, she might be 13 or 12. or She's younger than Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brad and Nicole, we talked about this yesterday. They were seen in France getting on a private plane. Some speculating that Brad and Nicole going to the south of France. Others saying that they're going to his chateau. In France, where they make Miraville wine, among other things. But they've got chemistry in these photographs. And so they're hanging out and probably doing it. He is so beautiful, attractive. And his beautiful. personality just seems funny. Beautiful. And- it's so disappointing oh. on so many levels. But I will say, okay, so I was reading a little bit more about Miraville, the chateau that they bought this French chateau for $60 million in 2011. They got married there in 2014. Mm-hmm. They put in another 10 to $20 million into renovations of this place. Yeah. That wine sells. We were talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Um, but it really, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, he arrived <laughs> in a broke. helicopter and got on a private jet. I yeah. mean, it's just, a, it's just such a different lifestyle. And it, with Brad Pitt, and I'm just pea green with jealous of this 27-year-old girl we don't even know. Well, and it's one of the things I think, Brittany, you were alluding to this, that Brad Pitt just seems like a cool guy to hang out with. Yeah. I know. Why like, is he going to waste it with a gal from Germany who can't speak English? Wow. Oh, whoa. I'm just judging. There's a ton of judgment there right out the, I, right I, out and I every think, way. I think Holly hit the nail on the head that it's not even like I'm mad that he's with somebody so much younger than him. It's that I'm jealous. Totally. I can't. My he's the most. He's. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He's my guy. If you look at the man wall, he was always my guy. He's everybody's guy. So, you it know. It feels disappointing. He's, he was so good in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Like, so likable. Oh, and good. I feel like that was his, because I don't know if he's a great actor, I know he is a great actor, but I'm going to say that some of his best roles is when he just plays himself. Yeah. He was playing Brad Pitt, ultimate movie star in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ugh. And he won an Oscar for it. And he won an Oscar and then made a great speech. And we and all we, love him. He, and okay, all right, here's the fact. I was sitting, Brittany, as far as you and I are apart, what is this, three feet? Yeah. And he walked right by and said, you know, to a friend, um, hi to her and bent down and he was so lovely and charming and so everything. You just, you want him so, to be with someone else. No, here's the thing, too. It's like there are times when uh, somebody dates someone who is, you know, a lot older and you think, wow, her life sucks. Like she has to be with that old guy. This isn't one of those cases and at all. She, those conversations are going to suck. They're going to wake up in the morning half naked, laugh about something and in have a French an, chateau. In a French chateau right. with amazing food. And he's going to just be so on point and like gorgeous in the sunlight. Like, And he's going to take you on a tour of Miravelle. Oh. And you know that he's an architecture buff, how, that Brad Pitt. How jealous so, do we have to get right so now? So he's, he's going gonna, to know how to drive the vehicles. He's just going to be amazing. Now look at what mm-hmm. you preference that with because that is so, that statement right there. If a guy can drive a boat, it's so sexy. If a guy can back up a trailer, if a guy can drive this, if he can do that. I mean, we have all different sexy quotas. I know. He's going to have like a side by side and he's going to be like, jump in this and he's going to be. Get on my motorcycle. He knows how to. Isn't it silly? Yeah. And and when you're riding on that motorcycle, he's going to point out all the quaint little details of the village's history because he's so invested in it and he has his estate. And then he's going to take you to the grape and he's going to pluck a grape off of the vine where they source it. And we're talking about Brad Pitt and we're just. And he's it's gonna not even so jealous. He's gonna put it in your mouth. No, but oh. it's not even gonna be like like it's not even gonna be like your typical romantic thing. He's gonna also tell like a funny story where he does not in his self deprecating. Thank way. you, because he's self deprecating yes. and he's just one of the guys. Oh, I <gasps> love. It would be like me, you guys, going out with a twenty seven year old. I'm gonna make out with I'm my just... husband when I get home and tell him don't speak, <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin it for me. No, I just and then you to know. and then you're gonna just go make him get in the car and drive it. Yep. You want to point out the historical markers in your little community? My Nissan Juke. Can you handle this this all-wheel drive? I'm going to pluck a grape from the bag that I got (laughs) at the market down the corner. This is really... This is sad, actually. Uh, Yeah, we're just having... This is the pathetic dirt alert. Uh, (laughs) I didn't want him... We just... I didn't want him to be with anyone. Well, let's talk about the fact that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are still legally married. Okay, can we come back to reality and circle around to this? Now, this is an update on a story we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks where Angelina Jolie was petitioning the judge that's overseeing the divorce saying, hey, you have favored relationships with Brad Pitt's attorneys Mm -hmm. in a way that I don't, so I want you removed. Well, now the judge is saying... That no, there is no bias against Angelina oh. Jolie in this case. Now, Judge John 
Audenkirk, excuse me, has countered that he's within his rights to continue working on this case. And he said, I will consider accepting other cases as other additional cases may arise from time to time while the Jolie Pitt case is still pending. So he's like, no, Team Angelina, I'm just fine. There is no bias going on here. I am a judge. I judge that my judgeness is still perfect. And I judge there's something that's making her kick and drag her feet not to end this. And I think it's control of the kids. Personally, I always have. Mm-hmm. Lori's not here, so I can say that freely. <laughs> How I can say that freely. How French of of him to have a marriage still on paper and take on a lover who's twenty six. No, they they have that thing that says you're yeah. legally yeah, unbound yeah. from each other. Yeah, I know, they but both... I mean, isn't that so French to be like, oh yeah, I'm still dealing with a divorce? Like oh, it's yeah. just well, very... the French yeah. the lovers are just. Well, that's one of those things, too. We talked about it earlier this week and, and during the show. Halle Berry is still married to Olivia Martinez. Arnold Schwarzenegger it's, and Maria Shriver are still legally married right. to each other. How crazy. And they've been gone and have separate relationships and everything. Totally separate lives. Do they living separate lives? <laughs> it's a Phil Collins song. <laughs> From against all odds or this something. Really, if I can really, eye contact they, you had with you, this is really the crap intense. that pops into my head. I can say it. Take I can a say look it. at me now. Right. A, do you know that's yes. Take a look at me now. Oh gosh, that and, was a, a touching point in that movie. Very much. That so. would be a good movie to watch. Against all odds, Rachel. <laughs> what's her name? From the Thornbirds. Rachel from the Thorns. Who's the girl in it? Jack, it's who's the woman in that movie? I have no sure. idea. All right, fine. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Guess what? There's is there traffic today, Holly? Tell us yes, all about actually, it. Actually, that was a really fun. D- all right, gang. Thanks for hanging out with us and let us go on and on and, and on and on about Brad Pitt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So, um, a couple different things, and I I know this is true with you guys, and this won't even surprise you, but um, according to a new poll about streaming services and mm-hmm. how people are taking watching television now, yeah. um, do you guys ever watch live TV? No. Nope. Does that make you sad? I'm just pausing for a minute. <laughs> Okay, what about like an award show on Sunday night, the MTV Video Awards? Um, once in a while, I will get with somebody to watch that. Oh, you don't even have live TV? No, all my stuff is streaming. But they also have streaming where you can you have can the watch app TV. and do live. So yeah. that would be the probably, and I could do that with MTV. Yeah, all right. Because I, without, you know, sports are back, but in a limited capacity. Like I watch tennis live. That's one thing I watch. Uh huh. Um, what else? I watch our news, ten o'clock news. I'll watch live. the Emmys live. I will totally. Watch the, the, you know, any you of those, have to watch those in real time because yes. otherwise you're going to be behind yeah, on your yeah. job. Right. But so, according to this new survey, only fourteen percent of Americans between the ages of eighteen and thirty-four, you kids' ages, uh, select live TV as their first option. And I'm even noticing myself that I just kind of go to Netflix or Amazon yeah, or yeah, yeah. Hulu and see what's happening. Well, especially it's now, a big shift. especially now it's like 
if you get a chance, like you, you like playing tennis with people. I um, do. I try to go out every night and do something. Yeah, and so if I you don't get even the get chance, home till late. Yeah, like if you get the chance to go on a run, go on a walk, go for you know have a social distancing hang, you take it and you worry about how you're going to watch those things later. Yeah, I think that's just where we're at. It's like nobody wants to schedule their life around a show, even though even though you're not busy. And you used to have to. You had no choice. Right. Yeah. You're you're totally right. So that is just the way we're taking our media in is changing. Changing. Turn and face the strange. Okay, Holly. I know. Deep cut. Deep cut. That was David Bowie. Yes. 1972. Yes. Um, I want you to get the William Shatner um, cut available. So William Shatner is you know, internationally known for oh, his yeah. spoken word. Oh, yeah. And he's a rock it man. Yeah. Okay. Baby. So he's got a new album. <laughs> he's got a new album that's coming out on October 2nd via Cleopatra Records, who knew? And it's his first blues album. And so um, he's taking on a hit that was made famous by B.B. King, but it's really was originally um, done... It was written by Roy Hawkins and Rick Darnell in 1951, and it's The Thrill Is Gone. Mm-hmm. And I can just, I have B.B. King deuces, The Thrill Is Gone. I, you know, everyone probably has, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I just want to see some recognition in your eyes. <laughs> no, good luck. Is my that, mom's been waiting this whole, my whole life. That, <laughs> like you just stare. I'm like, is there anyone there? Yeah. Okay. So, But you're just on a roll. I feel right, like so, I can't add anything to this. No, I know can't. it exists. So in his blues album that's going to be coming up, he is working with a variety of different musicians, including Brad Paisley, Mm -hmm. the Doobie Brothers, which was going to be tonight at the State Fair. Okay. I think. I think I got a text from my friends. We would be at the Doobie Brother concert tonight because we were uh, getting the tickets. I just want to make sure I'm getting the right concert. It was the Doobie Brothers. Um, And Steely Dan... Um, Tyler Bryant and other and blues legends Steve Cooper and Albert Lee. Mm-hmm. So this is William Shatner's spoken word Ooh. into the thrill is gone. Bad, <laughs> I know the bad, but the thrill is gone is such great music. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. the instruments, it's so beautiful. But he is something. It's think hard. people will buy it? It's hard because I think he actually kind of has a good spoken word voice, but you he can't does. not see him when he talks, and then it ruins the whole thing for me. Does it? Like, yeah, like, I just can't get, like... He was really nice. We met him. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just not, like, going to be good at trying to sexualize him. I'm sorry. Well, right. And he's trying to make it sound sexual. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and I want to go there with him. I really do. Right. But I just like see him in my brain and it's not going to happen. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. Fair enough. And I we, will grind with him because you obviously I'll grind with anybody. Well, you're mm. hoping that trend, that doesn't come back. Yeah, but I'll do it if that's what all the other kids are doing. <laughs> I'll do it if it's what I have to do, what, peeps. What's popular? If it's what's popular. All right. So um, today, August 27th, which is today in 1955, it was the first day, the very first first Guinness Book of World Records book was ever published. Mm. Originally, it was meant as a reference for settling dispute in pub quizzes in, in England. Really? This is how it started. Yes. And the book took on a life of its own. Here are some insane Guinness Book of World Records records, okay? 
So the year is twenty is nineteen eighteen. The uh-huh. gentleman is Robert Perishing Wadlow. Yes, it is. His he died at twenty two. He was eight feet eleven point one inches tall. Wow. His great height continued through adulthood. He had hyperplasia of his pituitary gland. Abnormal levels of the growth hormone. I have um, I had abnormal low levels of the growth hormone. <laughs> If only yeah. you guys could have met. Um, I, right, yeah. it would have. Okay, so do we know what he it is now, though? Guinness? Well, this is a, this is still a standing Guinness Book. So still... These are the five Guinness World Book records that, that they're have... considering the greatest. Okay. The oldest woman was born in France in 1875. Her name was Jean-Louise Clamette. And she lived to be 122 years and 165 days old. Could you imagine? She still owns it. And her family would every year. This might be the last time you see grandma. You but know, wait, she took for up like 40 right. years. She took up fencing when she was 85. And she took up and lived alone until she was 110. Quit smoking after she turned 117. That's when she was like, it's time to give up smoking. Right. I'm 117. I better right. kick the habit. Right. And you guys will remember this one because this was um, it, it was um, 2008 that this world record got beaten. Uh, her name was Lee Redman. Started. She started growing her fingernails in 1979. Oh. Remember how long? Yes. 28 feet. Yes. Four, they, they twirl. Up. Yeah. 28 oh. feet, 4.5 inches. Uh, the ultimate Guinness World Record guy is a guy, Artruza Furman from Queens, New York. He holds the distinction of having broken the most world records due to his determination over 30 years. He set more than 300 records from mountain climbing while wearing stilts to balancing a chainsaw on his chin. He was born only days after the idea that the Guinness Book of World Records even came into conception. And he just is fascinated with breaking records. Okay. I want to know if that guy is married because I feel like he would be literally be the most annoying husband ever. <laughs> We're going to find out when we come back. We're going to look it up. Okay, perfect. All right, we'll be right back. Mm. Mm. Thanks, Brent, me, for sitting in today for Lori. Thanks, Holly. Um, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Um, fun day today. I want a couple things that are happening. Um, let's see. Is this going to be tonight? It is tonight. Glee alum amber riley do you mm-hmm. guys remember her yes yep. is going to perform anaya rivera is that rivera how do you say your name naya rivera rivera tribute tonight and jimmy kimmel live um let's see the 34 year old actress and singer announced the appearance on instagram uh that you can catch her performance and tribute to her tonight let's see what else she said she played um Let's see, blah blah blah. She just missed her. They were they had fun together. They were good friends. They loved, loved, loved working together. And um, that was such a sad death. Yeah, drowning. And I, and I just do want to say this for people who are in their boats. And boats can travel fast in the water. We talked yesterday about someone on an inflatable peacock or unicorn. Unicorn yeah. who went out. It's currents just happen, and you always just have to be careful. A lot of times. Like we'll have a have a rope out from the boat, yeah, yeah. You know that everyone can kind of hold on to, you so you can stay close to it if the waters get choppy and rough, and there's a lot of activity. So just be safe. I know it's so, that just was so unnecessary and sad. Stuff can happen so quick, so quick. too, and that's what's scary. Yep. So that's going to be tonight, and I think 
Tiffany Haddish is hosting Jimmy Kimmel tonight. Hmm. You know, they have guest hosts every night. I think that she's the one that's going to be doing it. It's been a lot of fun. Also, we had a John Bream earlier in um, the show today, and he was talking about the um, mini grandstand yeah. concert series that the Star Tribune has curated and put together and got all these musicians to do. And it's on the StarTribune.com website. And every day during the 12 days of the fair at noon, they're going to feature a new artist. Today it was, um, oh, come on, Lucinda Williams. Other people that they've asked to perform a couple songs, Dan Wilson, Lyle Lovett, um, Molly Mayer, um, uh, Kat Perkins. Yeah. Um, and the guy, the other- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The guy from The Voice that who's so fantastic with all the rings, I'm forgetting his name. But anyway, that's going to be featured and you can watch that all. And they're special for Minnesotans. You know, these people... Um, all did a special thing for um, us, so it's kind of one way to tie into fun music. Yeah. Um, let's see other things that are happening. I don't know if you guys what she's got it. You say it on Sunday if you're missing out on state fair stuff. There's a corn roast, <laughs> and if no, you need more information, the- go to mattbelanger.com. <laughs> no, it is. It's the corn. It's feed. the corn roast. That they do normally at the state fair. And you get the whole huck of the corn and yeah. they cook it over the open they fire and they slather it with the butter. Dip it in butter, salt. It's amazing. It's it's in Maple Grove, the Barnes & Noble parking lot. $3 an ear. From 11 to, to 1, one, you can pre-order and pick up a box of them if you yes. want. Yeah. But that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Wear a bib and appropriate footwear. It, oh. There you go. And also we have, um, Hannah put together a really cool list of other places around the Twin Cities because Midtown Global Market has started their State Fair Foodathon. Yes. Have you hit up any of the uh, tr- food trucks? I have this summer. Yeah. I've, yeah. Uh, we did uh, mini donuts in Eden Prairie. And then fun. there's a big one in Minnetonka near the Minnetonka Cub. They've got like three of them out there. And bringing home when you don't tell your significant other that you're going to be bringing home cheese curds oh. is like, oh. I mean, like I could, he I, was like slow clapping for me when I was getting out of my car. Oh, I believe like, you. He was so happy. I believe you. Yeah. But we have State Fair merchandise available. It just I went know. up today. And it's cute. Check it out. We're long sleeve. I know. For you but, guys. But, you know. Love yeah, is the law. Yeah, you know. It's you know, cute. You know. It Ooh, I love a good black tea, too. It's so cute. I love a black tea. 100%. And we were able to keep the price down. So that was something kind of fun. And masks. They were cute. Yes, we have all that available and some resources that is all put together for you on the MyTalk1071.com page. Okay. Were you guys, did you like the movie Tommy Boy? Yes. Fat guy <laughs> in a little coat. Did I do that? Okay, Luke, I am your father. There you so, go. The answer is yes. Yes, yes. I guess. We enjoy it. Okay, so 25 years ago last week was the anniversary of Tommy Boy. And David Spade says he and Chris Farley got into a huge fight on the set of Tommy Boy because David Spade didn't invite Chris Farley out for a night with Rob Lowe. 
Okay. Mm. Chris Farley even smashed David Spade's tuna sandwich on the set and pushed him down a small set of stairs. So here's the story. Um, David explained that they didn't get along, him and Chris Farley, from time to time. They were BFFs. Yeah, yeah. But they had to take, they didn't get any time off from Saturday Night Live. We were talking about this earlier. And they were making this movie and flying back and forth between Toronto and New York. Yes. And they were both burned out. They were spending all their time together, David Spade and Chris Farley, and fighting like an old married couple. You're missing an element. Also, lots of drugs and alcohol. Okay, thank you for adding that color. One day, they showed up in Toronto at 1 a.m. for a 6 a.m. shoot. Farley wasn't feeling well, and he decided to crash. But David didn't need a rest, so instead he called Rob Lowe, who was Mm -hmm. in the movie with them, and they had a drink together. Rob doesn't drink, we know that, but David had a drink with Rob at the bar. Mm -hmm. The next day, Farley was fuming that they didn't include him. He confronted David and said, how was your night? How was Rob Lowe? How's your precious Rob Lowe? And they got into an argument. I can just see me and Lori having this fight. If she'd stay up with someone I wanted, and I'd be like, why would not you invite me? Yeah, I stayed up with Brad Pitt. Right. What were you doing? I mean, so later David was sitting on the ground eating a tuna sandwich, and Chris came over and stood on his hand, and then the sandwich. David responded by throwing a Diet Coke at him. Chris then pushed David down a small set of steps. They were so mad at each other, they couldn't even work together that day. And Farley randomly tackled a crew member just to get out some of his anger. (laughs) Obviously, we didn't stay mad at each other. He said, look, we had a blast. All my memories of Tommy Boy um, are really fun. But, you know, everyone has those moments. Oh, for sure. Everyone has those moments with someone you work with when you're that close. And I I have them with Lori. That always get over him. That movie had to be the most fun to make. I bet you he just spent the whole time trying not to laugh at Chris Farley because Chris Farley is amazing in that movie. He really is. Um, Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. Um, Everybody have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.